couple shots before we get started with the podcast. Okay. You are listening to Black and Behind the Scenes. Is that recording? Okay. All right, guys. Hi, and we're back with another episode. Thank you for joining. I am Antoinette. And I'm Brittany. And this is Black and Behind the Scenes. So I wanted to start this um, new episode off a little different than what we normally do, Brittany. I want to spice it up a little bit. Mm, You didn't tell me. No, I had. I didn't get out of that plan. (laughs) Not give you no heads up, no warning. Okay. So I just want to start a little bit different because I want to give our listeners a little backstory to um, us and our experience in the industry and where we came from. So I want to pose the question so you can tell our viewers, um, our listeners, Mm -hmm. um, what university undergraduate did you go to Mm -hmm. and why and what did you study? Hmm, good question. Um, so I graduated from Texas Christian University Mm -hmm. and my major was radio, TV, film. Mm. Um, and so our program there had, um, three emphasis that you could choose from three different tracks. You can do production, sports management or sports radio or something like that. And then you could do media studies. Oh, nice. But there were only so many slots mm-hmm. for production. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I bet you it's changed by now, probably. I don't know. Because we had, like, an actual, like, little studio, and then they would build sets and do all those things. They mm. got practical skills. Very cool. In that um, in that particular track. But, like I said, it was so many slots left. And I don't know if it was... I'm pretty sure it was a lottery system, oh. I think. But, anyways... I didn't get into the track. So you have to choose that track like maybe your sophomore year and you stay with it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And so when it was time for me to declare my emphasis, I didn't make the lottery. So I ended up being a media um, studies Mm -hmm. um, emphasis, which led me to uh, pursue a degree, a graduate degree at Howard um, doing um, media studies nice so um yeah that's why i went to texas christian university why did i go there um it was not my first choice because you know tcu is uh in my hometown Mm -hmm. where i grew up um I originally wanted to go to Hampton. I was all about oh, it. Oh, get out. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you were just bound to come to this area. I know, right? So you just wanted to come to Virginia. <laughs> I wanted to go to um, Hampton, and uh-huh. I got, like, a partial scholarship and everything and went to go visit mm-hmm. um, because I got my scholarship late. Right. I had already made my acceptance somewhere else, and so... um Went to go visit, and then something just did not sit right in my spirit. Like, I just didn't mm, want yeah. to be there and I can't to this day I cannot put a finger on what it was Mm -hmm. but um I think it has something to do with just like the spirit telling me I need to be home because that following January my grandmother passed so you know I was your inner thoughts yeah so you know I think I just need to be closer to home then Mm -hmm. and do some more growing but yeah, um, of course my parents were upset because I didn't have a scholarship to <laughs> you know? They ain't got to worry. I'm the one paying back the suit loan. Right, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's my undergrad story. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, I just wanted to give our listeners a little backstory on us and where we came from and kind of, like, how we fell into this. So, as this, you know, our, um, 
our series goes on or as our show goes on, you'll learn more and more about us um, in each episode. Ooh, I, I like, like that. So we're going to peel back, you know, little layers here. I so you have like to follow it. us and figure out what's going on. Okay, yeah. yeah. So next week we're awesome. going to find something out about you. Yes. Okay, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to jump right on into the industry rundown. Although we've had um, a lot going on this week, um, I had to kind of... Uh, figure out what I wanted to talk about. So let me just get my notes up really quick. Um, so first up is Kerry Washington is set to executive produce a pilot for ABC mm. starring um, Leslie Odom Jr. Okay. So this is the guy from, I believe you mentioned him in one of our shows before Brittany. Um, he is from Nationwide is on your yeah, side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That is commercial. Is he in something else? Yeah, well he was also um in, in Hamilton. 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 Yep, on Broadway and I believe he won won a Grammy for that also. Ooh. A Grammy Award winning Broadway um actor. So he's very okay. prestigious in that field and yeah, so he is teaming with Kerry Washington for this new um pilot series for ABC again, like I said, um the multifaceted performer Leslie Odom Jr. is currently um, on, well, yeah, he was on Broadway for as Aaron Burr on the blockbuster musical uh, um, <laughs> Hamilton. Yes. Okay. Um, so this show that he is currently doing a pilot for with uh, Kerry Washington is a multi-camera series that focuses on his character and his wife, Hope. The, the character, um, and they are pastors at a young, hip, diverse church in Los Angeles. And although they are experts in uniting people across different races, gender, and orientations and options, they are hopeless when it comes to united people. From they are hopeless when it comes to uniting the people in their blended family. So basically, it's like these are people who help other people in the community and things like that with their problems. When it comes to their own family issues, they can't figure that out. So this is what. Um, this new show is going to be about and hopefully gets picked up um, after the pilot. But the series is inspired by the real experience of life pastors Tory Roberts and his wife Sarah Jakes Roberts. So this should be interesting. Um, yeah, so I'm assuming this is coming in 2019. I'm assuming probably in the fall. Um, they're probably going to shoot it over the summer and spring. Brittany's making faces. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. <laughs> No, no comments. I'm all excited. No comments. No. No comments. Mm -mm. I'm looking at everybody. Okay. All right. No, I'm not. All right. Nah. Oh, what fun! I love this show. (laughs) Um. All right, guys. So speaking of Carrie Washington, she's also currently on Broadway right now for a play entitled um, "American Son," Mm. and um. It's a gripping tale about um, who we are as a nation and how we deal with family relationships, loss, and identity. And um, it's, like I said, it's currently on Broadway and it's debuted as the playwright of Christopher Brown and director um, and directed by Tony Award winning Kenny um, Leon. And he did A Raising the Sun and Fences okay, for so Broadway. Is this American S O N or S U N Sun? 
Son, S O N. S O N. Okay. So I'm just curious. I haven't seen it. Um, honestly, I'm gonna be honest here. I've haven't seen anything on Broadway before. I've never been to New York to go see what? something on Broadway. I've been to New York, but I haven't seen anything on Broadway yet. Yes, Are I know. You yeah, I know. It's kind of sad. Go. I need to go. I know. I need to broaden my horizons as an artist and just go see different things. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, that's tragic. It is. So, okay. um, maybe I might go see this one, but I doubt it. Um, only because it's probably. <laughs> Exactly by the time I go see it. So I mean, but it is there. So guys, if you're interested in go seeing Carrie Washington, this is probably the, the if you're interested in see what she's done after um scandal. Yes. This is the next thing that she has done after Scandal. She's currently on Broadway, so go check her out in this um So back play. to the TV show. Is this going to be on ABC? Because I know, yes. um, yep, mm-hmm. she had inked that deal. She has her own production company yes. called Simpson, Simpson Street. Yep. And she mm-hmm. made an exclusive deal with ABC. So, yep. I, okay. so this is one of those series that she currently has a pilot for that mm-hmm. um, is coming out, hopefully. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, now, it's based on their lives, but not starring them. Um, yeah, it's based on the lives of the pastors that, okay. um, Torre and Sarah. Okay, yes, Roberts. Cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm excited. Yeah, well, I'm excited to see what, how this, um, turns out and what this is like. Um. What else is going on? Um, okay, so the next story, um, is Lamar Morris, um, will play a cartoonist Keith Knight in the woke comedy for Hulu. Okay, yeah, exactly. So, I didn't know exactly who this guy was. Yeah, um, he's an actor and comedian, and he's known for his role as Winston Bishop in New Girl. Um, oh, I like Winston. Okay, okay all right, okay, so okay, that okay. character, okay. I, I, again, I don't know who this person is. Okay, um, no right. shade, but I just don't know who you are. I don't watch New Girl. <laughs> Brittany does, though. She knows who you I are. I do, I do. All right, so, um, he will be playing a cartoonist, and this is a real guy, um, Keith Knight. He's okay. a real cartoonist who has a cartoon. I looked at the cartoon. I'm not familiar with it. You probably wouldn't be in it. If it's not Boondocks, I don't know what it is. You know What's what I'm saying? What's the name of the cartoon? Um, I don't know. But look up Keith Knight. Okay. And see if you're you're familiar with that cartoon. I am not personally. Okay. Um, but anyway, so it's going to be a half-hour comedy entitled Woke. Mm-hmm. Mm. That will be on Hulu. And this is a single-shot um, camera comedy about an African-American cartoonist um, after Keith Knight. Mm. Um, who's on the cusp of mainstream success when he is um, when he has a run-in with the police basically mm. so and then now he's in after having this run-in with the police he's in a state of wokeness um, and he struggles to navigate his day-to-day existence without blowing up everything that he's built and during this experience and um, inanimate objects come to life and his reality. So, okay, okay, Brittany, let me let me give you some backstory. I say, are you familiar with the um, series? So this is this will be a live action animated sequence, right? So, are you familiar with the series Man? I know, hun. I know. Let me okay again. Let me let me reel you into this. Let me sell okay. this to you. Okay? okay, I think it may be good. Have you seen the series Man Seeking Woman on um, FXX? No. No. It's Is it going um, to be like that? It's going to be similar to that. So it's like a guy who, um, on this Man Seeking Woman, it's hilarious. I loved it. They canceled it after three seasons, but it's only because they had it on FX as on, on a 
network based um series versus like a streaming platform which is what this hulu deal is going to do which i think will reach a bigger audience so it's like um it was a guy who was in real life um action person but then like certain like he was in love with a car in one episode and the car was came to life and it was really good it was you're looking at me, and I know it was really, really good. If anyone has seen Man Seeking Woman, reach out to Brittany and let her know it was a great show on Instagram because it really was. And I love the show. Okay. And I think this can work. Okay. If done properly. And it's going to be streaming on Hulu, so they'll have the audience that they're looking for versus Man Seeking Woman. That's why it was canceled because their audience is not, you know, on you know watching stuff on cable anymore. Okay. So I think it's going to be good. We'll see. We'll see. We'll be on the lookout for this, okay? Um, okay, and the last story, guys, is pretty um like a mainstream topic that has been going on. We also posted on our Instagram page about the story when it broke. Um, Bad Boys 3, starring none other than Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, is currently um probably in pre-production right now. See? Okay. Yeah, I guess they're getting everything together. Okay, Brittany, you're rolling your eyes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I just don't think, you know, I was not a fan of Bad Boys 2. No, you weren't? No. Well, see, I didn't go see it in theater, but when it came out and I saw it, I was like, oh, I'm mad I didn't go see this in theater to support it. No, I just think we need to, they need to die. What? But did you hear that the, um, the Bad Boys, I don't know if it was, the show, the spinoff. Yeah, okay, yeah, so that's what I was going to bring up it also. It has been shelved. It has been shelved. through with Bad Boys. Well, because it was, well, look, it was a $12 million budget. For the, for, show? for the series, yes, on NBC. Wow. 12 months. That's why that thing was shelved. Wow. <laughs> it had a good reason to go on the shelf. Um, so, yeah, so that's why um, that, you know, they probably thought the money will be, well, no, this has nothing to do with the actual movie. production who's doing the movie. But, yeah, well, yeah. but, okay. yeah. So, I mean, $12 million for a series, that's ridiculous. And you don't even know that series is going to actually pick up and get the ratings that you want. So that's a big investment for something that you may not get that return on. Right, 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 right. So I, I get mean, why they show that. It comes with big budgets, but that's because they bring in ratings. And right. Got to that. That's why I do the sequels and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah that makes more sense. Because of salaries. So right. Maybe that maybe Gabrielle has a big salary. I don't know. Probably. Um. Okay. So. so Bad Boys Three. Mm-hmm. I'm excited yeah. for it. You are. Okay. I am. I, mean, I don't know. I mean. Hmm. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. I mean, well, yeah. Right. We'll see. We'll see you what know happens. I am about remakes and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I, I just thought that I thought the second one was great, and I would love to see Martin and um, you know, great. Will. Uh, you know what? Okay, I'm done with my segment. Brittany is just full of shades. Great. <laughs> I can't. I've been trying, people. Look, you you heard me. I've been trying this whole segment. <laughs> She's not here for it, and it's okay. But you know what? I'm gonna go see it because yes. Bad Boy is a classic. And, it um, is. I do like Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. So. Yes. If y'all are here for what I'm here for. Yeah, everybody was excited on Instagram. So I didn't get any, I don't think I received any negative um, remarks about it. So I think, yeah, everyone's excited for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. So um, that wraps up um, the industry rundown, guys. Perfect. It's time for the spotlight. 
Awesome. Who do you have on deck this week, Brittany? Today we are highlighting Michelle Sneed. She is now the current president of production and development for Tyler Perry Studios. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, prior to going to TPS, um, Michelle was the director of physical production at BET Networks. Okay. Um, and then prior to that, she was in production management at Tyler Perry Studios from 2009 to 15. So she was at Tyler Perry. Jumped to BT and then jumped back to... back with Tyler Perry. You know, people do that because it's the only way... You, I mean, I'm not saying this is why she did it, but a lot of times when people jump networks like that, it's to get a higher pay grade because you can't move up within the company mm-hmm. where you're at. So you jump to get a higher boost then you go back to where you was at so you can go even further up. So, yeah, yeah I know that game. Yeah, so I think that's going to be a good look with um for Michelle and Tyler Perry. They... um. Michelle had a, a good number of successful programming mm-hmm. under her belt while she was at BET. Very cool. Um, and so, you know, Tyler Perry recently signed a multi-year partnership with Viacom. Yes, he did. Um, and um, hmm. one of the first, <laughs> one of the first uh, programming hmm. to come out, or you know, content was uh, nobody's fool that just. Um, oh, that was the first. Premiered. So, um, okay, which we'll talk about later. But mm-hmm. it's a good look for um, it is for them all. So, absolutely, I wish Michelle continued success in her uh-huh. her new role at Tyler Perry Studio. Congratulations, and, um, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm hoping to see some changes. I'm hoping to see changes as well. You know, positive um, changes and. Big ups to women taking on these big boss roles. Right. Um, and that's, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> you I, can't hate on that. That's I amazing. I really love when I see women at the helm yeah. of decision making processes. Absolutely. And who can say yes or no to certain things when we have an advocate in the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then yeah. things are different. We see different content. We see different rep- different representation. Mm-hmm. Um, different people are hired, right? And so it makes uh, a difference, guys. It, it really does. It makes a difference, and so I'm all for black women holding it down mm-hmm. behind the scenes and and really being the decision makers that we really need in major Hollywood. Absolutely. And Tyler Perry Studios is its own independent. It is. You can't. You can't knock it. So, it absolutely is. And he's I mean, been doing his thing. So it is. So. Um, he is a powerhouse, so, um... He makes numbers over there now. He does. And And he he employs people. He does. He does employ people, and he gives them opportunities to learn um, within his organization, and he wants them to grow and to expand their knowledge within the industry, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, just develop and become bosses of their own, so I think it's really dope, and I, I know that about him, so, um, and his, uh the structure of how he wants to groom his talent. So mm-hmm. it's really dope. Yep, yeah. that is. So shout out to you, Michelle. Shout out. Studios. Absolutely. Congratulations on your new role. Congratulations. And we're um be looking out for the content. Yes. Under your helm, under your tenure. Yes, we can't wait. Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So I only have one thing 
going to spoil for you today, and I've already told you what it's going to be. It's going to be Tyler Perry's yes. Nobody's Fool. All right, and we're going to go in on this. So we're going to have this whole segment. Wait, wait, wait. This whole segment, guys, is going to be on this. So if you're ready, just relax, okay? And if you've seen it, you know you're going to relate to probably what we're about to say. Continue. Well, let me go into my vitals of what I always give y'all about. Absolutely. Story. Give the backstory. Let me give y'all the Lay the foundation. Um, so Tyler Perry's Nobody's Fool. Directed screenplay produced by Tyler Perry himself. Oh, shocker. <laughs> it stars Tiffany Haddish, Tika, Tika Sumter, Ruby mm-hmm. Goldberg, Omari Hardwick, mm-hmm. Amber Wiley. Mm-hmm. Okay. The movie is about. Now, when I give you guys the descriptions, these are not my descriptions. These are the descriptions as put forth by the production company. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wild child Tanya looks to her button-up-by-the-book sister, Danica, to help her get back on her feet. As these polar opposites collide, Tanya soon discovers that, um, I can't read my handwriting. It looks like (laughs) Democrats. Oh, Danica's. Democrats. (laughs) Oh, girl. Danica's picture-perfect life and boyfriend may not be what it seems. That is the premise for um, Nobody's Fool. Okay, yeah. So, did you go see Nobody's Fool? Yes, I did. I went to go see Nobody's Fool, and I was a damn fool. (laughs) You a fool for going to see Nobody's Fool. I pity the fool. I pity the fool who went to go see it. Oh, another Winston Jerome classic. Oh man! Wow. So okay. where do we start? Where do we start with this film? Um. Okay. I guess. Okay. Wait. 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 Before I go there, let me. Okay. Let me... <laughs> mm-hmm. It did. Okay. In its opening weekend, it grossed domestically over thirteen million dollars. That doesn't surprise me. He has a cult-like following. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It doesn't. Like, I know he's going to do numbers. I know he has his audience. He has his demographic. He knows exactly who he's targeting to. Um, and this is no knock against Tyler Perry, but I just, you know, it's it's the same thing. Like, it's just, you know, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. So, Absolutely. $14 million, that's a lot for opening weekend. It is. It is. Um, but he, again, he has like his true fan base. He's tapped into his demographic and he knows exactly like how to attract these people to get to the movie theaters to support him. So like he knows he's going to do the numbers. So that's not a problem. Okay. So, um, so let's talk about uh, the problems. Let's talk about the problems. <laughs> what you didn't like. Okay. So personally, um, I just thought the story was Tiffany Haddish's character. I am tired of seeing the same character over and over again. From her? From her. And I'm going to coin her the Kevin Hart of female, what, soup movie stars? Or I'm just going to put her in that category now because it's like the same character over and over again. Mm. This loud mouth, ghetto, overly, just... But she's not an actor. She's a comedian. So if we hold her to a standard of a comedian... But she's not funny. How is she a comedian? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No. She is an, what, an actor slash comedian? Because she's really not, is she really a comedian? Like, have you she seen her? Is- st- 
Have you seen her stand up? Yes. Did you laugh? Exactly. I don't think she's a comedian. Like I think. No, okay, no, no, no. Just because you don't think she's a comedian, just because you don't think she's funny, doesn't Brittany, mean you don't she's... think she's funny either. No, a lot no, 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 no. But just because you don't think she's funny doesn't mean she's not a comedian. She's a comedian. By what standards? By her standards, she brands herself as a comedian, and she's going to produce a world tour, a stand-up tour, okay. coming soon called "She Ready." you know what i'm gonna leave that all the way alone and we're going to revisit that when she comes back out on that tour and we're going to talk about that um however like um you know it's been said previously before that i feel that tiffany has yeah she has the comedian background that she was grinding on the comedian circuit but i feel that she was pushing more to be a a movie star or in that role more so than the comedian route that she took and so she's branding herself as a comedian within this actor's role that she has walked herself into in Hollywood. And that's how she kind of got that niche in, if that makes sense. Yeah. I just don't think she's, I don't honestly think she's funny as a comedian. Like, I just don't, I don't see it for her with that. Um, It's no shade to her, but, and I'm tired of seeing this damn character over and over again. I'm just tired of it. She plays the same person. Well, okay, so I agree that she was the same similar loud mouth ratchet character, yeah. but it was on 10 and it was throughout yeah, the whole movie. the whole movie. It was unnecessary. But that was supposed to be her character. Her character was written to be that type of person. Uh, I mean, that those are facts. So my problem with the movie is not necessarily the actors because really? I don't, no, no, no. Well, was, with Tiffany's character, but that just got on my nerves. But yeah, everything else. Go ahead. Yeah, so the actors were fine. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, the problem is Tyler Perry. Now... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, this is no shade like I said I, I give Tyler Perry big ups mm-hmm. to the number of people he employs the the numbers he brings in right. as far as money there's no T no shade on that but when it comes to which, which part of it when it comes to okay do you remember watching the Medea um, stage play yes now, at once upon a time, now I would have to come and look at them again as a full grown adult. Mm-hmm. But when they were coming out and they were popular, I was younger, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I thought they were hilarious. Yeah, same. Okay. Same. But something is not translating well over into the screen in any of his production. And I don't know what it is, but I just don't think Tyler Perry, and I'm going to say this is a good screenwriter. Okay, I agree. So... Because it's a b- huge difference. It's a huge difference. In, from I, playwriting to screenwriting. It's right. completely different mediums. Right. Completely right. different. And you have to write for them differently. Right. So, I <laughs> I heard... And I don't know if this is true. I tried to fact check this. But I heard that this movie was shot in one week. And I believe Are it. Are you fucking kidding me? And I believe it. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this <laughs> I believe it because it was bad, no. And you know what? Oh, every time, every time, TP. I Winston Jerome. <laughs> every time, 
You got me twice this year with acrimony. That was on you, girl. That was on and you. And this one, I thought, okay, this is gonna do well. We get, we're seeing something different. From yeah, Tyler yeah, Perry. I wanted I was something like, different. Oh yes, okay, we got Tiffany. It's gonna be funny. People and Amber Riley, I was Amber. excited to I see her. Amber yeah, Riley. but nope, no, it was no, the guys. same. It was Mm-mm. the same principles, same premise right. as the, uh, the movie about. Oh, making a list and always choosing the guy that's not the the one you always think you want, but it's gonna be the bus driver with the <laughs> yeah the broke down dude and this the that yeah. The, 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 but you, you want the guy with the million dollar house and yeah, all this stuff. You don't need that guy. But, uh-uh, but you don't need that one. You see mm-hmm. the black successful woman is right. the broke down dude. Mm-hmm. You better go with that one. It's always that's the premise. Yeah. Always the premise. And so did it bother you that her sister was addicted to crack, been to jail for five years, and just didn't, you know, get right in a sense? No. Throughout? No? No. That bothered me. Because I'm tired of this whole, like, uh, this scenario with... I mean, if you're going to say someone is addicted to drugs and it's in this time that you're doing it... um. It needs to be pills. And, exactly. Pills and potions. <laughs> and That's what these kids are on nowadays. That makes more sense to me than they keep referring back to this crack uh, this crack thing of this generation. It's just not something that... Um, well, people are still addicted to crack. I agree with that. But a lot of kids are on pills and potions nowadays. But she ain't no kid in the movie. But how old... So how old are these people supposed to be? Okay, so that was another thing, too. The continuity of the film... So sometimes the way she was acting, it was already made reference that she was only gone for five years. Right. So five she years. Know, she didn't know what Skype was. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> and I just, I can't. I cannot. It just, it just didn't make sense. No, she didn't. She didn't know what Skype was. She, um,. Yeah, I... Well, this was Tyler Perry's first R-rated comedy. The first R-rated comedy he's ever created. And... So what did he just say? Oh, let's R-rated. do everything. R- like, if it's going to be R-rated, let's go to the, you know, to the walls with it and just, like, go all out with this and just, you know... What what was that? <laughs> yeah, What I was it? I can't. It was not... Bottom line, it was not good. It was no. it's typical Tyler Perry. Yeah. It's um, poorly written. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's unfortunate because it had the potential with a cast of characters. Yeah, to um, do to do really well critically. Yeah. Not as far as the box office, now the budget for this is nineteen million. It did not beat its budget opening weekend, but to some people in the industry that's a flop but it's gonna it's gonna that. yeah it it's will. gonna exceed that so will. he's not tripping off of that but um yeah it was his first r-rated comedy 14 million is opening weekend that ain't bad no it's not bad but the movie's bad but the movie's bad and yep. you know what the bad <laughs> the, the good things about it are whoopi goldberg yeah she was funny and chris rock Okay. What the? F- oh, I forgot about his damn character. That, I forgot about that. Even though his character and that whole storyline didn't was... make any sense whatsoever. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know what that was. What? Okay, but it never was mind. funny. I'm not go back it was that way. funny when I... he uh, got out that wheelchair. 
That was the funniest part of the movie to me. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, well. And I guarantee you that mm, Tyler Perry didn't write any of those lines. It was all probably Yeah, it was probably ad libs. Yeah. Absolutely. It's time to switch it around. (laughs) Act this out. <laughs> he just went crazy. He, he just did. went for it, you know? He just knew what he was in. Yeah. But Tyler, Tyler. I implore you. You've got to let somebody else. You need help, dude. It's okay. These movies. Yeah. Some of the scenes went on for a little bit too long than necessary. But that's I, always. That's and, always. And, and, I, and I honestly think that um Tiffany Haddish's character was not needed. I think if it was just the two main characters and it was about just a love story about them and their experience and things like that. I agree. I just don't feel that that was even necessary to even put that in there. I and agree. it would have been a great romantic comedy because I think their story was great. I thought that they, you know, their chemistry together was good mm. you don't think Tinka and um, Amari did a good job together yeah they did but you know what I'm really not a Tika something fan I really don't know her too well other than Ride Along but you know but you know her from the Tyler Perry um, Have It Have Not and yeah. she was in that movie um, where they did the first date um, about Michelle and Barack oh yeah I South side with you. Right. Um, yeah, but Tyler, listen here, girl. You've got to get some help. Some other people mm-hmm. writing these screenplays. Now you you have ink the deals. Yeah. Okay. You got the studio. Mm-hmm. Let somebody else direct. Yeah. Let somebody mm-hmm. else write. Let's yeah. elevate the game. Like yeah. we know that you have a cult following. Yes. Okay, but why it, it it don't hurt to bring in some other people into your Tyler Perry fandom? Yeah, you know, like why you don't know? you let that Share. die when Medea dies? But let Medea's funeral. Oh, I'm excited about that shit. Be I was I was thrilled. Your final <laughs> movie that you are writer, director, and producer. Yeah, let this whole please. let that go. Let, let it that all go. Let it die. Let it go, please. <laughs> please. And why don't you just sit down and retire somewhere? Yeah, you know. And let some other people write and direct. Mm-hmm. Now you can still produce. Yeah, absolutely. But somebody else, please write something different over there in Tyler Perry Studio. Yeah, because you have a lot of competition now. It's a lot of stuff in the game. You know, maybe. you you know, you got to step it up, Tyler. Like you've yeah. had your opportunity. You cranking out like, the same things. Over you really over. are, and it's just I I didn't know whether what what I was going to do in that theater and the sound effects that came from the sex scenes and these women that were in the theater Girl. like they ain't never had sex before. I'm Let just me like, tell wow. You. Oh my goodness. We were cracking up in my movie theater. I was literally out loud cracking up. <laughs> I was laughing at the women. They're like, oh. No, 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 bro. It was, we were like was literally like, oh my laughing. Goodness. Yeah, laughing. I was, yeah, I was, I was, it was okay. All right. Mm. Girl. Right. I just looked at Corey. I was just like, okay, you, you see this? Okay. Yeah. All right. They, they, yeah, they're, they love this. It's got a 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. Out of what? You know, it does that Rotten Tomato if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. 24% is not good. It's, it's out of 100, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so I thought. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. We were the fools. We were the again. We, damn it, Tyler, you done fooled us again. You really did. I'm not doing You know what? I'm you done. know what? I'm not going to be the fool. I'm, I'm not going to be the fool. 
We're not part. reviewing any more, any more of his work until we until we see somebody different. Yeah, until we see some other names on the credits of this. Um, it's that's a wrap for us. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. We refuse. Um, no more coins <laughs> from this end. Um, yeah. Okay, and well, that was it. And that's it, guys. Um, let us know how you felt about the movie. We're going to drop this. Um, you know, we'll have our little snippet on Instagram. So drop your comments below if you saw the movie. Um, Nobody's Fool. Let us know what you thought about the movie. Did you Do you agree with us or not? Did you love it? And if you did, why? <laughs> and if you did, what's wrong with you? Yeah, really. <laughs> well, and how old are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. No shade, no shade. No, all the shade. <laughs> Um, <laughs> anyhow, <laughs> okay. we want to thank you guys for listening to this show. That's going to do it for tonight. Um, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at black and behind the scenes, like our SoundCloud and iTunes page. Um, you can catch um, me at Antoinette Tope, um, like the color on Instagram and, and I'm Brittany Con, not Con Lee, <laughs> just Brittany Con, C-O-N. Yeah, so guys, um, until next time, we'll see you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.